Being a professional isn't about the money you make, the position you hold, your level of expertise or fame. It's the motivation and the attitude you bring to your work. A desire for always learning and improving and balancing your creative output with getting the business done. Welcome and join the Creating Pros. Hi, and welcome back to Creating Pros. I'm your host, Jim Nettles. And as we're now looking at wrapping up 2023 and starting to move into 2024, been looking at and talking to clients, talking to friends, just sort of looking at the general stuff on social media. And I had a, a conversation and I've had several of these in the last couple of weeks. And I even had to think about this a little bit myself, but it was that idea of what did I get done this year? What did I get done throughout 2023? And start looking on and reflecting and trying to figure out what went well, what didn't go well, because that's really part of this time of year is that idea of reflection, that idea of trying to look back at what, you know, what have I done? What have I accomplished? And as I look forward into 2024, what as I look into next year, what do I want to do? What do I want to get done? And I thought about this even more. I was on a show on Go Indie. We were doing kind of a year-end wrap-up. And one of the questions that came up was, how do you plan? How do you look forward? How do you schedule and plan out books, projects, things like this? And the way I approach most things um, tends to be on a rolling schedule. I think I even talked about this a little bit last year about this time, about that idea as we reflect on the prior year that's gone by, as we look at how things are progressing, how things are going along, we often are not kind enough to ourselves in reflecting on what we have gotten done in a given year. And this is one of the values to, as you do work on things, as you get things done, as you make progress in projects, you know, as you move those goalposts, as you push the rock uphill, we're all accomplishing things every day. Sometimes it is nothing more than sitting down to think about it or contemplate it. And sometimes it's getting words to paper, it's doing marketing, it's doing all the fun things that move the business forward. And can we do more? The answer is 100%. Always, yes. We could have done more. We could have done differently. But we made the choices we made and we made the progress that we made. And we all kind of play that game of, well, you know, maybe I didn't, you know, I didn't get anything done this year. You start looking back to that list of things that you might have gotten done. You're like, okay, well, I got a lot done, but. And but is one of the most painful, destructive words in the English language. When we look at it from a marketing standpoint, we look at it from a communication standpoint, you can say anything you want to up to the word, but you can go and say, I know that you know. I wrote 10 books this year and I sold this, I did this, I did this, but the way we're programmed, once we use that word, but both we and anybody we're discounting or anybody we're talking to, we will discount everything that has been set up to that word, but, because once we say, but that is a word that means something worse is coming. And this is why I really hesitate to use it there unless it's very intentional for me to use it. And this is one of those things I learned about language and learned about communication is when we use that word, but 
what that means is we're putting basically a period on everything that came before it and throwing it away. So that what is important to us is everything that comes after that word, but. And if we're doing something that is then self-deprecating, we're going and discounting everything that we've accomplished in the prior year because we go and say, you know, I did a lot in 2023, but what you're doing is you're saying, yeah, I may have gotten some stuff done, but it was not what I wanted to do. And that word, but comes in and as a conjunction, as something that helps to bridge an idea is one of those things that is very powerful. And we often don't think about it because it, it is a bridge word. It is one of those pieces of language that really has a great deal of meaning and power to it. And we don't think about it that often. And one of the things that I have seen a lot of coming up in social media is that idea that, well, 2023 sucked. And why would I expect 2024 to be any better? And when we start thinking in terms of this, and a lot of the time we look and say, well, 2023 sucked. Why? What was it about the prior year that's gone along? And what could you have done differently? What could you have done better? How could we have made our lives, the lives of everybody around us better? How could we have pushed our work you know, further, further ahead, further forward? How could we have made more progress in our business and our creativity in our relationships? And I find that it ties a lot to that idea that no matter what I do, it's not enough. And that's absolutely just not true because we all make choices. We make decisions. Sometimes we have more latitude in those decisions than others. Life happens. Family happens. We can't always do the things that we want to be doing. We feel we should be doing. However, we can do what we can do and we make those choices. So when we are looking at reflecting on the prior year, it's really helpful to have that thing to look and see what all did I do? What would I have liked to have gotten done? If you laid out a plan and you, you laid out even just goals this time last year, you can look and say, how many of those things did you get done? And how many of those things were important or not important? Were things that were important a year ago, not important at all now? And we have new priorities, new projects, new things that help move us forward. By looking at and reflecting on and growing, this is why this time of year can be very powerful, that idea that I'm reflecting, I'm looking back, what did I do? What did I not do? How could I have done things differently? That's the way we look at and can measure and understand our own growth, our own progress. And if you didn't make the progress you wanted, you have the ability to go back and look and say, well, why didn't I? What choices could I have made differently? And would you like to have made different choices? Just because you could have done things differently doesn't mean that you would have or could have. So what then do I do to look at what's coming into 2024? What do I look at what's coming in my next year? Well, one of the things that I think is most important to me is when we look at the changeover in a calendar year, one of the things that can be very hard for us and very destructive to us as well is that notion that, oh, the day changed, the calendar changed, we incremented, it's now another year. I get to wipe the slate clean, I get to start all over again, 
And I've created new goals, new you, new year, new me, all the good stuff. I'm going to change everything in my life, go and make a bunch of resolutions. And within a couple of weeks, all that's been pushed to the wayside. We allow that to creep back in that, well, I tried to reset my life. It didn't work. So I'll try again next year. This feeds into that idea of, well, 2023 sucked. 2024 is going to suck. Why would I expect things to be any better? When we do that, we create that self-fulfilling prophecy. We create that notion that I don't expect things to get better. We create that notion that you don't expect to grow. You create that expectation that you expect things will continue to do anything else, but get worse. And on, if we look honestly, as we're moving into 2024, are there a lot of challenges coming this year? Sure. Um, the elections here in the United States that are coming up, um, the elections that are going in a lot of places around the world, a, you know, a lot of countries, places I've been, places I've worked, places I know people. We're looking at a lot of struggles around the world. We're looking at a lot of change coming up around the world. We're looking at, we're in an age and a period where there's a lot of discord. There's a lot of conflict going on. And honestly, it's pretty challenging time right now. Same time, there's always problems and challenges. The question is, what are we paying attention to? Where are we putting our energies? And one of the most important things becomes, what do we have an ability to change or affect? And often we focus on things that we can't change, we can't affect, we can't alter, or that if we do have the ability to alter or change those things, it's in a way that we see honestly becomes destructive. If you're listening to this show and if you're listening to me, you follow any of the work that I do. One of the things that I always look for is, how do we make things better? How do we push the goal sticks forward, you know, the yardsticks forward? And being that I've spent a lot of my career in business continuity, disaster recovery, when a lot of the time I get brought in is when stuff goes wrong. It is very easy to live in a negative world when the majority of your focus is when things go awry and people come in and ask you to help fix them. And the truth is, nothing is ever going to be perfect. No matter how ideal a period of time is, there's always going to be a challenge that comes up. And conversely, no matter how bad things may be at the moment, there's always a better light coming at the end of the tunnel. There are improvements. There's always the possibility for improvements to come. And this is part of the nature of this time of year, is that nature of hope. And this is one of those things I want everybody to take away. I don't care if you're listening to this 2023, 2024, 2027. I don't care that it's the middle of the summer and you're parked in the middle of a lake. These lessons are the ones that stick with us and are the things that help us move forward every day. Because the problem I see and the problem we face every year around this time is as we shed resolutions, as we shed goals, as we do these sorts of things that will happen in the coming weeks and coming months. It's very easy once you don't live up to what goals you've set for yourself, the objectives you set for yourself. If you don't do something for a given day, it's easy to make that happen day two, day three, day 27. And it becomes harder and harder to pick the habits you want back up. 
whether that is hitting the gym, whether that is getting out and walking, whether that is word count, whether that is doing a certain number of social media posts, whether that is just simply picking up the phone and reaching out to a friend. All of these things, that idea of do we want to make things better or do we ultimately want to spend and invest our times complaining and investing our energy in things that are negative and destructive, things that don't help us and don't help the nature of everybody else around us becomes really a big problem. And this goes back to that idea. No matter when, if we go about that approach of, well, I did all these things, but that is one of the easiest ways and one of the easiest crutches for us to go and say, I'm going to discount what I've done. I'm going to discount my own work. I'm going to discount my own progress is to throw that word but in. So how do we go about fixing this? How do we make improvements? How do we do things better? How do we find different ways to operate? One of the things that I see and I'm seeing more and more of is really that notion of lottery thinking. It's that I just need this one win. I just need this one hit. I just need this one thing to work. And I've been guilty of this before too. We all have been guilty of this. But that notion of if I can get this one thing to work, then that's where I'm going to be a success. That's where I'm going to find my success. It's that notion of if I get this one contract, if I get this one movement, then that's going to change my entire life. Can it happen? Absolutely. Is it likely to happen? Not really. I mean, this is one of those things where we all too often look and see somebody that finds that chance of success. They find that 1% of the 1% level of success in any business, in any creativity, whether that is all of a sudden somebody in their first novel winds up on the New York Times bestseller list, and or it's the person that you know, gets the big acting contract, the big gig. One of the things that we discount from that is all the time, the effort and the work that has already gone into that person building their skills, building their career, building their brand. And you know, we talk about the overnight successes. There really aren't such a thing. Every once in a while, does somebody get lucky? Sure. But again, the vast majority of quote unquote overnight successes are people that put the work in day in, day out. They did it for months, years, sometimes decades. And it's that notion of, well, I've never heard of them before. So where do they pop up and come from? Well, the truth is that's somebody that's been out there and they've been working. They've been putting in the hours and the days and the time and building relationships and working on their craft working on their business and doing the things to keep moving the needle, keep moving down the field, keep pushing the rock forward. Sometimes it feels like we're Sisyphus just pushing the rock uphill and some days the rock rolls us over. So what do we do? How do we actually create sustainable ways of operating, of creating, of running the business, of doing all the things that we have to do the things that we love to do, the things that we hate to do. And let's be honest, as creators, we all feel much better to have done and have, be able to see those successes and know, well, I did this so I can grow from there. 
the big challenge becomes if we have done, we have created, we see that portfolio and we're still pushing the rock uphill. We're still trying to make the next big leap is finding sometimes that motivation to go to the next thing that we have to create, the next piece of work, the next book, the next piece of art, the next Facebook post, the next phone call. All of these sorts of things come down to that idea of finding the joy in the work that you're doing, finding the benefit, finding the just that, that belief that by doing the work, there's reward in that in and of itself. And if you can find the joy, you can find the introspection, you can find the benefit out of the act of creativity. The truth is you are much more likely to find the other forms of success by celebrating the small wins and having those become the big wins and having those evolve into bigger and bigger successes. And this is where no matter who you are, no matter how big of a win you may get, no matter how big of a celebrity you may become, no matter how successful you may become, there's always more you can do. There's always more to learn. There's always more to take from, to teach, to learn, to create. Because people who are successful as creatives and as creators and as business owners and as people are the ones that look at and take the successes they found and they take their challenges, their trials, their tribulations, their failures, and are able to learn from those things and not fear the notion that you weren't successful, not fear the failures, don't fear when things don't go to plan, because that's the opportunities to come in and learn. And so as you're looking at and moving into 2024, how do we go about doing more of this? And the answer I gave when I did the Go Indie show was fundamentally, no, I don't run on a calendar of the next week or the next month. I run on a calendar that runs 18 or 24 months out. I'm looking at and scheduling what events I'm going to be at, where I'm going to be, when I'm going to be there. Um, if I have hard deadlines for projects and things that have to come out, how do I back into that? If I'm going to look at or work on a new project, where's that going to fit into? How's that going to slot in? And in truth, one of the things that I frequently run into is that idea of sometimes a project or an opportunity comes up. Do I have the bandwidth and the capacity for it? And if the answer is no, how do I make that capacity and what do I sacrifice in, in that exchange? Because we all have to figure out what do I give up? Is it more personal time? Is it a different project? Do I look at something and say, this is the bigger opportunity that fits better into what I want for my career? Or do I look at something that looks really shiny, really fun, something I want to do, but it doesn't ultimately fit into my plan? And sometimes there is that power in saying the word no. All of these things come down to if I have a longer plan, and this is always a revolving plan. It's not that, oh, January 1, I'm baking my plan for the next two years because things change. Opportunities come up. Sometimes priorities change. And sometimes you have a project that has to go sit to the wayside or maybe there's something you really want to do, but it's just, you just can't get to it. You can't get to all the projects you want to do. 
none of us ever can or ever will. We have to prioritize. We have to reprioritize. So if you come out and think in terms of build a schedule, build a schedule that works for you and make it so that it's revolving, something you're reviewing every month, every quarter, something you're adding things to, taking things off of. And if you're able to do that, that takes away some of the challenges of these transitions from year to year, because what you're doing when we make these kinds of decisions about, oh, it's now January 1, I'm going to reset my life, I'm going to reset everything, and I'm going to be a whole new person, you're not. Sometimes these changes of calendar year, sometimes changes, birthdays, key dates can motivate us to make short-term gains. But long-term gains come from putting one foot in front of the other every day. So as you're moving forward into 2024, one of the things I challenge everybody out there is don't make it about the destination. Don't make it about completing this project or that project. Make it about journey. Look at this as the long haul project because there will be a lot of steps along the way. There'll be a lot of stops along the way. How do I go about that? Well, if I know what my calendar is and I know what I've got on my to-do list, if I know where my projects fall on that list, it's really easy to look and see am I on track or not. Sometimes like right now, I have a number of things that are not on track. Other things I had to prioritize to push to hit the things that had to be done. But they're still part of my journey. There may be some things that fall away from my journey as I'm going forward. But as you move into 2024, 2025, 2050, as we're going forward, if you have a roadmap and you have a plan and you're like, this is my journey, but you give yourself the ability to change it, to grow with it and make new decisions, take that roadmap, look at it once a month, once a quarter, often enough that you look to see, am I still on track? Am I getting the things done I want to be doing? And how do I look at my priorities? How do I look at things that are important to me now versus maybe a few months ago? Often life happens. And when life happens, it's one of those things that can shift and change our priorities on a dime. And sometimes it's small things. Sometimes it's big things. Well, again, if you have a plan, if you have something to run with and work from and operate from, this is going to be one of the best tools that you're ever going to have. It doesn't have to be anything big. It doesn't have to be something complicated. It can be as simple as just a calendar sheet so you can see what you want to do and when and to know if you're on track or not. So as you're moving forward, I hope everybody can take a little bit away from this. And may you continue your journey. Just start having a little bit better plan as you go forward into the new year and the years to come. And again, if you do this, it takes away some of that power and some of that, that change that comes around these new years where you go and say, I'm going to recreate myself today. Just know that you can reset and recreate yourself anytime, any day, any hour, and make the small improvements, make the small changes, because over time, that is how you create the life, the business, and you find the creativity and the output that gives a lot of meaning. So until next time, this, this has been Creating Pros.